can't do anymore. I cannot please. move off. Please don't let me go back empty-handed. Please don't do this. I don't want to help you. Come to my store next Friday. I'll give you the money. This is Friday, Babu. How many times I got to tell you? Keep on calling me Babu. It's sing, motherfucker. I'm trying to help you. Don't Keep you on telling me I'm your friend. Yeah. You don't even know my fucking name. You want me to catch a beating? I'm going to catch a beating if I go back again like last week. See this guy? You see this guy? This guy don't want you to have the money because he wants to come back there and squash your head. And I don't want to see that happen. I have one customer sitting here. What I'm going to do? Business is bad? You opened up a store in an Irish neighborhood. These are dirty, dirty people. Don't you know that? Sell potatoes. I don't know what you're going to do. Excuse me, gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you fellas come from Providence? Is any of your business where we come from, is it now? What are they in cannolis or something? Oh. <laughs> Hi and welcome to the Name of the Podcast. This is Andrew. This is Damian. And this is Douglas. I'm, I'm working on like my wrestling intros. How am I doing? No? None? Alright, cool. Alright, <laughs> well, you know, things to think about in the future. You know, oh. I, we, all, we all have to come to terms with our careers and when we're going to make those moves, you know. At last, Andrew Robinson has come back <laughs> to podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, it's been a rough week here. I've been dealing with a very sick household. Oh no! <laughs> I've been teetering on getting the cold that my wife and son have. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, man! I'm uh, sure you kind of have it. Like I was hearing it even yesterday. I heard something. I was yeah. like, "Oh, and he's got I've it." I've been I've been doing my best to like <laughs> keep level so that I don't dip into like complete sick de- depression. <laughs> I think you can hear it. Like I can yeah. hear it in my own self. Like whenever like I I make almost like. Not necessarily a like cough, but like a mm-hmm. little mm, in like my throat. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need this to happen to me. Right. Yes. <laughs> I too have been dealing with a sick person for all of last week. Uh-oh. She is, however, doing much better. She had a um, bladder infection. Wow. Um, but she is almost wow. fully recovered. Um, it was not great no <laughs> for last week it was very bad yes <laughs> it's true she was in a lot of pain mm-hmm. um but she is doing much much better <laughs> so good yeah. good to hear fun time um although uh the that's the the thing i will say is um for people who are addicted to opioids i'd like to formally apologize to you uh, there was a time I thought that you people were just drug addicts, and some of you definitely are. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you that codeine works. Yep. <laughs> um, it is an incredible drug, <laughs> and it is scary as shit. <laughs> Look, Damien, until you've seen a woman post um, um, post surgery birth, yeah. like. Just get that get that hit, like yeah. You, that's what you know. Drugs work. Andrew, Andrew, I saw I saw her cry for forty eight hours straight, just no sleep, no nothing, just in pain. And then she took two, and the last word she said to me before she knocked out for seven hours was, "Drugs are nice." Yep. <laughs> because and listen to me, it it is it is at one. Uh, a 
scientific miracle that <laughs> there's things that work that well. The other part is if you have any kind of chronic pain and you start taking these drugs, I'm here to tell you, you'll never stop taking these drugs <laughs> because uh, there's a reason you can't get these over the counter because we tried Panadol or whatever early on and then we we're just like, listen, this is not, this ain't it. Dog, Panadol doesn't help me with headaches. <laughs> so I don't even know right. who, who, what listen, people are I was following about. the doctor's instructions. <laughs> I am not a person Panadol. Who, who has gotten sick a lot. So like for me, Advil and Panadol usually do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't doing anything. <laughs> and she's just like, hey, like in hush tone, she's like, hey, you know, she's still in pain. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw, listen, I saw like within five minutes, just from all the pain in the world to asleep. And I'm like, yeah, man, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, owed, I owe a lot of people uh, an apology. I was Drugs just like, good. You, you people just don't have the willpower. No, dog. I'm not for the willpower. Uh, people take these drugs because they work. And I saw it for myself. And so I apologize. <laughs> So before we get going into the actual podcasting podcast, mm-hmm. um, a little cleanup here in the show. Um, our co-host, one Mr. Douglas Robinson, decided to go and cheat on us mm-hmm. over at the matinee. Um, recently, I think it was I think it was yesterday the re- episode released that he <laughs> he spoke specifically about the unbearable weight of massive talent the Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage film with Ryan That's McNeil I'm going to put a link to that show in the notes so go listen to that I'm only halfway through listening to it but I am more than upset that I have been mentioned only once <laughs> so far right. who do I talk to about legally barring someone from providing their contract right <laughs> because there's nothing in his contract that says he can do outside podcasting work but there's nothing that stops me take it to the I am. <laughs> you, sir, are going to prison. <laughs> podcast jail. <laughs> I think it's radio. It's yep. Podcast jail. But radio. I will say this it is always a pleasure to speak with one, Mr. Ryan McNeil. I it disagree. was a fun time I that was had. Uh, we spoke about some, some cool movies, and you all should go listen. Cool. Um, so moving right along, we're here this week to talk about the latest big sensation coming from India by SS Raj Mouli. This is RRR. Scott Varavarma, Adilabad, Uchinapuru, Ochinapel and Discocha. Mir Discoch in the Gondla Pelan and Dite Walker on a Kumulunta Oka Kaparunta. So yeah, RRR. Um, mm-hmm. It is the latest new sensation out of Bollywood. Um, the movie that has been described to me as a maximalist, a maximalist sensation that just just keeps going. It's over over the top in every way. It's their latest action fest. It's a it's a fictitious story based in the 1920s in India, um, in which um, our two main characters, Beam and Ram, um, are revolutionaries from different sides of the streets but at the same time become best friends while one is trying to save a young child the other is 
trying to work for the government, or so we think. And the movie is just bombast to the largest degree. Um, it is a three-hour action, musical, comedy, romance epic of a film. I eat Bollywood. This <laughs> <laughs> um, is a, a follow-up film to a movie to a director whose film we watched a few years back on the podcast. Damien had got us to watch Bahubali. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his follow-up. Um, Douglas might remember it as that movie where a woman stuck a child out of a river at the beginning. Does that ring a bell? Is this the one where they like climb up a mountain or something yes. like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although, yeah. in fairness, all of them is the one where they yeah. climb up a mountain. I, I, I don't think I actually finished that movie. <laughs> but you started. I, I had it to give first. up at, at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is his return with RRR, um, which has many. Like, I can't even remember what the R is really for. Rise, Revolt, and I something don't remember like what the other yeah. thing is. Rivers. Um, I, Right. <laughs> I, I had a fun time with like in the first 40 minutes they're like doing this stuff and they're like story and then here's yeah, a chapter yeah, and then there's yeah. fire and then there's water and i'm like those aren't really the r's of the time i know right i'm gonna take it yeah. um, i i assumed it had something to do with uh, a lack of translation um until they actually did it and yes it and you saw the r's yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like oh I, what I, rem- I remember that. holding out on watching this movie because I was trying to make a life decision as to whether I would pay extra money to get the Tengulu version, Tengulu, Tengulu mm-hmm. um, version of this movie. Um, but then I gave up and I just watched the Hindi one on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I- I'm sure, um, as did we all. And I yeah. am one thing, weirdly enough, I'm not as upset about the dub as I am about someone on Twitter implying. so. <laughs> and so it may not be true but somebody on twitter implied that the aspect ratio is different in netflix and that i didn't know that until after i watched it and that kind of upset me yeah i mean that's kind of what netflix does like they wow. do it they do it to a lot of movies on netflix like netflix yeah. is netflix definition at this point is the tv of streaming where they're like look we know everybody has a widescreen 16 by 9 screen yep our movies are all 16 by 9. I don't yep. care if you're watching Scorsese nonsense. It will yeah. be 16 by 9. Right? You want Netflix or if... I mean, if you want better than Netflix, I suggest you spend some money on Viva Salud. <laughs> um, I also didn't know that... I didn't know that before I watched it. I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, shit, I believe yeah. you. It was um, in, in exactly. a Exactly. Because I would have... I probably would have spent some more money yeah. to figure that out if I knew right. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, on to this movie. Um... This movie is movie apart. This movie is, I mean, I've kind of said it before. What I'm about to say really, as far as I'm aware, kind of describes Bollywood as a whole for these movies, these tentpole Bollywood movies where they go all out. Like this movie is kind of like a whole season of a TV show all wrapped up into one movie, yeah. story-wise. Like you're I like, I start out with one thing. I start out with another thing. The next thing happens and it's twists and turns and things going on. And then there's a man flipping a leopard over his shoulder to like throw it to another man to win the battles. <laughs> and it is incredible to watch this movie, especially coming off of the Bahubali, which I remember. I didn't give up like Douglas, but I definitely like that movie. And I know a lot of ones have this. That movie has like two parts to it which they're both like three-ish hours. And I remember going like, there's no way I'm watching the second part. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely did not like that movie actively in many ways. This movie I like actively in many ways. (laughs) This movie is 
this movie was a romp. And weirdly enough, my favorite moment from this movie, which I'm sure will not surprise either of the two of you, is a musical moment um, in which there is a racism that happens to my two friends mm-hmm. um, at a dance party. Yep. And they respond oh, yeah. to this. With a dance-off. With a dance-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a proper da- An actual dance-off. Right. One person survives. <laughs> have to dance till you drop. Um, the last movie that did this was was Hereditary. Was it Hereditary? No, it's the other one. It was um, it was the other one. The other Ari Aster yes. film uh-huh. had a dance yeah, off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, this this I really really like this movie. I like the two leads. They're just fun as shit, and I I love the way this movie just becomes insane. Like um, Ram, who is the who is the police officer who plays an under uh, for for most of this movie is an undercover police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're introduced to him in a sequence in which he is in a rural area in like a desert, and there's like he's surrounded by by um, protesters, protesters, mm-hmm. and one of the protesters does something terrible, mm-hmm. and the Englishman is like, "I want that guy." And then he's the only one who gets up and like rolls into the crowd and like mm-hmm. does all of the things to go and get that one man. And like you, you just see it and you're like, I'm I'm in love with this man. He mm-hmm. knows how to just be that person. And he has like the perfect mustache yeah. and hair mm-hmm. and hair gel. And then yes. he comes back all bloodied from going out and fighting five billion protesters to come back. And then he does like his his attention standing mm-hmm. and he's like and everyone's like all right we're not fuck with that one right <laughs> yeah, we change our mind no need to protest <laughs> um and i mean you also have have beam who is the who is the the shepherd as they call him the shepherd of so so what starts out this movie is like the the english go to like this rural community and um white lady is getting a getting some paint done on her hand a drawing a henna i don't know if it's actually a henna but i know henna um so a henna like thing if not it's henna i don't know fully but whatever um and she then says i want that one to come home with me and they give them some money and they're like oh wait they didn't understand and they're like i don't want you to take my daughter and they of course run over all these in all these um indians and take the daughter um and the shepherd is coming to come and get the daughter mali back um to his herd um and <laughs> but first they show why he is the shepherd yeah and you see him capturing a tiger all right so dumb <laughs> and it's it's like this movie is everything i wanted for bahubali at bore <laughs> it's it's it leans into the dumbness when it needs to it doesn't when it doesn't have to it has the charismatic leads that i want of movies like this and it's as much as long as long as a movie it is, it never to me really felt like it was overreaching. Like I never felt complete. And this movie also does a thing which I, I think I mentioned earlier in the year when I was talking about drive my car. Um, I always give points to movies where forty-ish minutes in, they're like, "All right, here's the title." All of that was back, back was was backfill that you mm-hmm. needed to understand context. Now we're going to our movie, um, and this movie did it in, in well. I think um, I really fucking like RRR. <laughs> um, I have yeah. I have a real problem with this movie though. Um, <clears throat> where are the pirates? 
<laughs> um, That's but a different one. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about this movie is um, it's bad. This movie is very bad. It is about 10 hours too long. Um, and it's, it's crazy. But I'm going to have to give it a pass. This movie is amazing. And um, about, to be honest, like I had, it wasn't exactly smooth sailings for me watching the movie from, from minute mm -hmm. one, but at about the two hour mark, it's like it just broke me. And I was like, you know what? I have to give this movie a pass because when they go hard, when it turns it up to 11, and they did it a lot, mm -hmm. that you, you just can't help but giggle yeah. alongside them. You cannot help but enjoy yourself. And I will forgive all the things that I don't like about this movie because of that. Right? Uh, it sounds like there's a scene where a tree hits a car and a man grabs a rifle and shoots another car. Uh, I, is that the point where you're like, no, no, right. it was, no, it was before. <laughs> it was that. before. It was before that. <laughs> where you're like, all right, I'm done. You, you have convinced me. I, I think I am, it was before we've, that. We've not even but, yet talked about prison escapes yet. Exactly. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing, right? So, Andrew describes the two protagonists mm -hmm. as Ram mm -hmm. and Beam. Mm -hmm. Andrew is 100% wrong. That is not their names, mm -hmm. right? Because I, I saw Water a movie. And fire. Mm -hmm. I saw a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Where there was a fellow by the name of Super Cop, uh -huh. right? And Wait, there was a the fellow name? by the, the name of name? Liam Neeson's, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, I saw that first scene where Super Cop um, literally ran. First of all, uh -huh. Andrew did not paint the scene correctly, yes. right? Because this is he's, not... He's trying to yeah. he's trying to give, entice people to watch. He's trying movie. to undersell yeah. the scene. Right? So, so there is... So, Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. There is a straight-up revolt. Yes. Right? And it's not a revolt of, like, a small community. Yeah. It is clear that we are in a small community. And every other city in India came to this small community to revolt because this one white man officer has done something wrong. Yes. Right? So every single individual who lives on the, co the continent, mm -hmm. the subcontinent, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, it's not right. our continent. No, um, no it is definitely it is not. not. Yes. Um, of India, right? Mm -hmm. Is there and mm -hmm. about to murder definitely the white man commander right. and more than likely all of the, they call them traitors, um, Indian policemen, yes. right? And there is this one traitor, the super cop, mm -hmm. if, you, if, if we will. Right, that, that literally, first of all, he doesn't even just walk out into the crowd. Mm -hmm. he, the white man points to somebody and said, he, well, hold on, back up, right? This is how great this movie is. Mm -hmm. Let's back up for a moment. There is a crowd of millions, and then there is this one guy in the crowd. Yes. Pretty far away. He happens right? to be in a red shirt. Though, yes. So he gave himself up. He gave himself up. Right. Who throws, I cannot remember what a it is. Rock. Let's say it's a rock. He throws right? a rock. He throws a rock and smashes like a picture of this yes. man. And the picture falls. Yes. No, it is a picture of the governor. The yeah. picture falls and and the glass yeah, cracks. Cracks. Right. And, and the man and is And immediately like, Mr. White Man he says, I need that man. That man needs to be arrested. Forget about the rest of the people who are revolting. To murder They're us. okay. I want that man because he just solid my very white name, right? Yes. And Supercop says, "Yes, sir. I am. I am on it." 
and he he does not jump Mm-mm. he does not um some he he flies into the crowd mm-hmm. with, a baton. with a baton mm-hmm. um actually there's a special name for it i can't remember what yes. it is now though um and he just murders everybody in his path mm-hmm. at least a thousand people fall to this man's wrath mm-hmm. and he comes back and as andrew says you know he's a bit disheveled he's a bit bloody mm-hmm. uh, but he got the job done right he then washes his face here is the thing i was very upset because mm-hmm. this movie did not take the opportunity that was granted it at this point <sighs> what really should have happened is that mr white man commander man mm-hmm. was supposed to look at this fellow after all the good he's done and immediately said in his most poshest of, of accent mm-hmm. something to the extent of your uniform is in a shambles, sir. Yes. <laughs> it's disgraceful. Pull yourself together or mm-hmm. something to that effect. Mm-hmm. They did not take that route. Um, they just kind of... We're docking one point for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I think there was a hint of fear, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and that was, that was annoying. No, cut to the Liam Neeson's. To Shaw. i am upset that none of you neither of you spoke about the liam neeson's like giving him his rightful name when there is a specific scene right where an official shows up so as andrew says there is a story a backstory Mm -hmm. where a child a young child is taken is taken (laughs) (laughs) from from a certain i I, I have to pause you right here yes and i have to immediately apologize because i've been sitting here wondering how we're calling him liam (laughs) i can't believe where i'm I'm just like are you doing this just because you pick a random action person's name and then now i'm like all right this is kind of falling into place as to where we're going with this and i have to give you points (laughs) listen i clocked that from the beginning yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so so this girl is taken right and i'll leave it at that and we'll fast forward i'm just waiting for the hobjan shaw 2 that is just rrr (laughs) but with the rock and jesus Yep. (laughs) and so so a, a few a few moments later an official an official looking official yes goes to the governor or whoever it is some white man again white people, yeah right and and ask for the girl back nicely yes. Yes. politely right and of course the white man is saying oh why would i and the official says listen i will explain to you mm-hmm. why it's best you just give this girl back it's because there is a shepherd mm-hmm. from this tra- from this um village right his name is liam his name is liam <laughs> he is the liam neesons right and he has a particular set of skills right but did they listen damien no. No, they did not listen. No, Every, no one listens. No one ever listens. Right? Everyone is like, hey, not her. <laughs> and and he specifically had the conversation yeah. about his particular yeah. set of skills. And, and oh then, boy, this movie just jumped And then they showed there. her, they showed us what his particular set of skills were. Mm-hmm. And they undersold what his particular oh, set boy. of skills were. They did. These two people are superheroes. The two yeah. of them are superheroes. Yeah, it's and it's great, right? Um, so I will say that while there are a couple movies from this side of the world i I am not exposed to to this side of the world as much as i probably should right Mm -hmm. there are a couple of big ones that i've watched and enjoy exactly right there are some of the big ones that i watch and i don't enjoy yeah i i i don't necessarily think that the bollywood formula of singing and dancing all the way through is 
my speed. And there are definitely times in this movie where it is, for me, a little onerous, a little yeah. cumbersome. But we do mention that there are times when it works perfectly well. For example, there is a dance-off. That is the dance-off, yes, dance-off. I have ever dance off in my life. Step up would be jealous. That's <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> um, so, so and, where, where, where are we comparing this to? Is this like Step Up? Is this Magic Mike? Is this Footloose? Like as a dance off? So none of them. No, com- no, none of them compare Andrew, to what took place. Andrew, um, this movie, it's not good, but I have decided to give it an eleven out of ten. Mm. This movie is perfect as far as I'm concerned if you take out the things that aren't perfect, right? And that's what I'm doing in my head. Um, Now, the thing that upset me, and I think I paused the movie at this stage and I sent you folks a message Mm -hmm. because there is straight up a final fight in this movie. Yes, the movie ends. That occurs halfway through this movie. At the hour and a half mark, there is a a final fight between the two protagonists. Mm -hmm. And there is still half of a movie left yes. to go. Yeah, because we, we, we need our <laughs> friends to be friends. Um, <laughs> I think I think one of my random things I like in this movie is there's a moment early on with him mm-hmm. being the undercover cop. Yeah. Um, and he's like chasing down a guy. And before that, he like goes to a checkpoint and he's like, officer, just, yes! just pretend. Just pretend <laughs> for me. Yeah. And then the officer slips up yeah, and you see the look on his face. Oh like, my oh. God, it's crazy. Yeah. Acting <laughs> is not exactly the... <laughs> modus operandi of this movie right yes. but it works well mm-hmm. um and here's the thing right so so you talk about undercover cop and this is a a, a weird um uh admission i need to make especially when we're talking about watching foreign language movies mm-hmm. um i don't know what it is but i have a hard time or it takes me a long time to recognize people Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because I stop paying attention to the voice and the voice helps me to recognize people when I don't yeah. know them. Um, and if you're not really paying attention to the voice because you're reading, mm-hmm. then that's one less thing. So it, it takes me a while. So you talk about this man's glorious mustache and glorious it is. Mm-hmm. There is a hard cut and all of a sudden he has a, a glorious beard. Yes, And... It, it's straight up I, I had a superman moment where it straight up took me a few minutes to be like wait hold on is this the same guy mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh well that's that but anyway back to super cop and liam neeson's mm-hmm. um first of all super cop punches a tiger and mm. I am here for that level of and then by punching the tiger he reorients himself to the ground and then walks away. Like he, yes. he was flying in midair, punches <laughs> that tiger and lands perfect. And I was just like, this is this yep. show is is great. Yep. Um, and now as as you say, I mean, we're clearly not well, it depends on what we want to call a spoiler, but we've already mm-hmm. said this. Super Cop and Liam Neeson's eventually become friends. They actually were friends before, then mm-hmm. they stopped being friends, and now they're friends again, right? Mm-hmm. Um and gentlemen, there is a scene. With the most cinematic, the most ridiculous, the most glorious piggyback ride I have ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part about it is like where obviously they don't do this throughout the whole thing, but you can see occasionally they'll explain to you how um, Beam has to do the reload 
for yes, <laughs> saw that. Yes, <laughs> for the rifles. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I mean, this movie is just perfect, and as a just the added the the, the sprig of parsley on top of of what is this sumptuous main course. Um, they at the end at some point have to like use bow and arrows to shoot at people mm-hmm. and at one stage they attach grenades to the end of these arrows they have grenade arrows guys damien this is amazing did you, saw, did, you saw, uh-huh. did you send in a copyright infringement from rambo for yeah. this movie <laughs> you know, no they saw rambo and was just like that's a perfect movie all we have to do is make a sequel to rambo and they did oh, <laughs> oh. where so this was, instead of having one rambo you have two and instead of and just like Rambo, these two won a war that the Indians lost. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is so much that I don't like about this movie, but the talking parts. But there is <laughs> like enough that I love, and I love that enough so much that this is the best movie I've ever seen. One quick question, Douglas: Do you love overall? this yeah. movie enough that you would want to watch more of these types of movies, these Bollywood movies, if you want to dive, dip, dip your toe in? Um, I mean, listen, I've already dipped my toe in. It's not something that I actively, like, go for. I, obviously, when you get it right, it's, it's great. But it's a little like Korean Revenge, except I try to go towards Korean Revenge, where you just know that to do it right, you kind of just have to wait for the big ones to mm-hmm. come up to you. Yeah. Um, but the big ones usually surface. Yeah, but but I would. I, I should try more of this. Um, mm-hmm. It is, you know, a special sort of flavor of video. Mm-hmm. So, Damien, we're talking right. about dance-off movies. Yes. Where does this rank as a dance-off movie for you? Um. Step It Up 3 has the best dance-off I've ever seen. But this is a strong second place. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's your feelings on RRR? Um, So I was always taught that the three R's were reading, writing, and arithmetic. And so, I, <laughs> and so that is how I addressed them until I was superseded by Douglas Robinson calling them um, Liam Neeson's, which of course, and Super Cup. Um, so... Van Damme and Liam Neeson walk into a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Is this hard target, Van Damme? Of course. Okay. Um, And actually, just finished talking about Van Damme. (laughs) Look at that. They were like, they were like, hey, what if we make just the dumbest movie we can? And that was clearly the target. And they hit the Bahu Bali is terrible. And but this, um, luckily is gl- every part of this is glorious. I I know there's parts of this movie that if I was to sit down and focus on, I would be able to critique. But that's not how I watch movies. I watch movies for enjoyment. And if you saw me for three hours, there's a smile plastered on my stupid, stupid face <laughs> because every time I thought this movie uh, got a uh, peak ridiculous. The movie would look me dead in the face and go, sir, 
sir, there's an hour and a half of this movie. Do you think we'd have wasted all the lunacy for the first half of this movie? No, sir. <laughs> we are going to have a man uh, uh, experience what has to be the worst public execution of all time. <laughs> and we are going to show you uh, some of the most ridiculous escape scenes. Uh, we're going to have a man who does not have superpowers punch a bike. You heard me. <laughs> He's going to punch a bike. And you just go, all right, cool. And no one, they spend no time explaining how these men became superheroes. Uh, they're just super. There is a sh there's a scene where they have to save a little boy from an oil fire, and it is in the trailer. And even though you see it in the trailer, it does no justice to just how preposterous the scene is. And then, for some reason, there are bikes racing horses, and that is something that they continue throughout the movie. The movie. My only question with the bike versus horses is: yes. Do you think Beam was intentionally slowing his bike out of respect, or do you think the horse was no, f as fast as I a bike? I think once a superhero comes in contact with a horse, it becomes a super horse. <laughs> that is a movie I'm currently working on. <laughs> uh, copyright, copyright, copyright. <laughs> uh, uh, I would change nothing about this movie. Nothing about the structure, nothing about uh, halfway through the movie explaining why Super Cup became Super Cup. None of uh, Listen, I want uh, nothing change. Uh, it, no notes. No I, notes. <laughs> the, the big bad in this movie is a cartoon villain. And he. Oh, I love him. Watching a human being literally bite scenery is one of my favorite things when watching dumb movies this movie is so good that i would re i would really tell the people making fast tenure seatbelts mm -hmm. to stop making that movie put vin diesel and whoever it is in this just shot for shot remake of this movie with vin diesel i still want it in the same time period don't explain anything <laughs> just Make this movie with Vin Diesel and put that movie out and make a trillion dollars. <laughs> I would, like this movie. There are very few Bollywood style movies that I'm like, I would love to see them remake this just to see what the American reaction to a movie this stupid is. And this is one of those movies where you're just like, I, I need it. I mean, you it, never know. It might happen because, I mean, this movie has somewhat hit in the West. Yeah. Right? But, um, but we all know how Americans are. Um, if it's not in English, then good luck. Yeah, like, but that's, it's kind of like the Parasite thing. Like, they're in the process yeah. of redoing Parasite for the West. Yeah, like, it's, it's a thing where, yeah. like, once they see, once they see like, the, the, the appetite for mm -hmm. it looks large enough where they're like, yeah. I understand it won't make fast money, but yeah. we can see the potential. And if we take out the foreign language parts... Mm -hmm then we might we might hit that crowd right yeah. like i'm this movie did for me what i was hoping um thor was going to do for me what i i, I didn't expect um spy um doctor strange 3 to do this 
Um, but I do expect Thor, Thor finally has competition for this year. Like Thor has to be better than this movie. And I listen, the bar has been set high. I hope Taika can hit that bar. But this is the most fun I've had with a superhero film in a good long time. Um, it is spec like it is it feels like it feels like um fast and furious five remember the first time you saw that big dumb movie because fast yep. and foolishness was so bad for so long you, I, you just had no expectation you're just like they're they're all bad and then people, people were kept coming up me, to you and they were like fast people kept telling good. me they're like look dog damien listen damien listen fast five you have to see this it is it is a different it has nothing to do with cars they're out here buck wild and i remember the first time i saw it i was just like i cannot believe that this has happened they turned the corner this movie is a movie that turned like bahubali is clearly uh they thought that movie was going to be good it, it simply was not i actually wasted the time i watched the second part of that movie you don't have to do yourself, Andrew. It doesn't get any better. It, it's longer, but not <laughs> uh, But listen, I would recommend this movie to every single person. There's something for everybody in this movie. There's romance. Uh, there's a, the be- like. It's it's the most attraction I've seen between two men since Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> this movie is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a point there's a best. point early on in their first friendship mm-hmm. where um i think it's beam no it has to be ram ram is on top mm-hmm. of beam like he's piggyback yeah. riding him and they're, yeah. they're doing like squats or something yeah and i'm like you yeah. look like best friends yeah <laughs> um yeah. listen i i'm not familiar enough with um bollywood movies to know how good the acting is like across the board, like are there serious Bollywood dramas that like force people to? So, act? so this is a this question I've is... always. This is a question I've always asked because I know that there are serious movies from India, mm-hmm. right? But I wonder, and I don't know if this is if if my my knowledge of Bollywood is Bollywood itself is not necessarily just it's a movie made in India. It's mm-hmm. a genre of movie in my mind, so right. it includes all of what we see here: the musical, the the bombast, yeah. the craziness. Yeah. But then when we talk, when I hear people talk about like the serious Indian movies, like talking about Panta Panchali um, movies, like they don't, I don't call those Bollywood in my mind. And I don't know if that's mm-hmm. incorrect or, or what as mm-hmm. to like the definition of Bollywood. Um, but to answer your question, like in my mind, this movie is Bollywood. Yeah. The, <laughs> the like I, serious, like oscar movies are not right. Bollywood. Those it are just watching, movies. It is watching grown men... Um, pretend to be normal and also be super like just hero poses all over the movie just people doing something pausing as the camera zooms into their faces and like wind blows and you're just like yeah this is this is all so perfect it's enjoyed every second of this movie this movie that as douglas said it's 11 out of 10 would recommend to every single person (laughs) obviously buying this movie the second i can buy this movie like oh. this movie, I was literally um, <coughs> just looking on Amazon to check if yeah. it's available. Unfortunately, are, are there not. physical like even if like you import one from like somewhere? Like, is there a physical copy of this movie somewhere? I've, I'll I've try to looked. figure it out, but it's new. Right. It's, it's it's probably too new for that. I don't know. 
Actually, okay. no, that's not true. If it's on Netflix, it must be around. I mean, I know Netflix made a special deal to get this on oh, Netflix, yeah. but I don't yeah. know if like they've done the deal where like you can't, they're, they can't print physical copies kind of shit. Well, it's um, not on Amazon, yeah. so we'll see. I think <laughs> it's probably going to have to be like an import sort of deal, I think. Yeah, more than likely, but even so. Like wherever this movie exists in proper definition, I would love to, yes, to get it um, because I am frankly enamored with this movie it's <laughs> it's weird that it came off the back of the last bollywood things that we watched and that was so disappointed um and listen i went into this movie with very little hopes because, i had fear because i'm like i feel like i'm I, i've heard yeah. really good things i didn't watch it beforehand and i'm like i feel like i'm hitting for like right. the skies and i don't know if i'm gonna fail <laughs> I, I saw that runtime and was just like boy Douglas is never going to watch this book. Like I fully I, you saw me pinging repeatedly being Douglas start early. If, <laughs> if I hadn't watched the movie before Douglas sent that message, hundred percent I would not watch this book. I just went, you know what? If Douglas is halfway through this movie, I was like, yo, this movie's done. I would just be like, I can't. I can't with Andrew again. I already watched eight hours of a Bollywood movie 14 years ago. That's my quote of uh, the decade. I can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I was wrong. Listen. This occasionally it happens yeah this, right? listen but that's that is basically what what brought us together um and what this podcast was always about it was just us being nerds about movies and finding it was never the biggest movies that really drew us together as like for doing this podcast it's always that weird shit and douglas was like the lead driving force into lunacy because his mind is broken. Mm. But <laughs> it was always when, like, Holy Motors is like the, encompasses what this podcast is and why I enjoy doing this. Because Holy Motors is something I would have never watched. There's no way you'd have, like, Holy Motors never rose, even in movie nerd culture, to the point where everybody was like, hey, everyone needs to watch this. It wasn't a pan's labyrinth that people talked about nonstop. But we saw Holy Motors and Douglas and I was just like, well, I've just seen a perfect movie. Like, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what people are talking about on, in these internet streets. But this movie is amazing. And every time we get something like that. You um, like Holy Motors too? No, definitely not that. <laughs> but like the, the car vengeance porn movie that we watched last year was the name of the movie where the girl gave birth to yeah, a titan. Car. Titan. Holy titan. Motors 2. Yeah. Holy yeah. Motors 2. Titan. Um, that, right. So, oh, if that's what you call it, Holy yeah. Motors 2, then yes. Mm. Then yes. That's Wait, what, what else could be Holy I had, Motors Listen, two? I don't remember what a Holy Motors I don't know if they made an actual Holy <laughs> Motors 2. We probably watched it and I put it out of my mind. Um, but yes, Holy titan. Motors 2, fast 10 years. Yes. Um, like, you watch Titan and you're just like, boy, I can never show this to any other human oh, being yeah. alive. Yeah. Luckily, I have two friends that I can watch this with <laughs> and talk and, about. And when people are like, hey, what the hell is that? I have to look at them and go, all right, listen. Like, there has to be a disclaimer for this movie. Like, I like this movie. I have two people. Out of the two, one of them probably likes this movie. <laughs> So I know one and a half people like this movie. I love this. 
do not watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> then halfway through, they're just like, I hate you and all of your friends. And I go, well, I told you it was about to happen. You did this to yourself. Don't make the same mistake I did, Damien. Don't make, don't make her watch Hausu. <laughs> she's she's watched worse than Hosu. Like it's, it's, not, it's not. I did get her to watch Preacher. She does really enjoy Preacher. I, I mean, that kind of is more modern TV shenanigans. So yeah, like that kind of that kind of has like the vibe listen, that you I can take get the past. winds where I can get them. There's been yeah. a lot of else, mm, yep. a lot of else, uh, because it's a it's a tit for tat thing. Mm. And listen, uh, the things I like aren't things human beings are supposed to watch <laughs> but she seemed determined to go down this road mm. and i'm just like listen have you There's... hit the r100 button yet? no no listen, listen i am trying to keep i'm trying to keep things to english language i cannot like it's too much it's too much to, to be foreign and weird <laughs> it doesn't be english but, but i don't understand you want to i love dogs like that's perfect yeah it's so not like, english language so, so like that i yeah. could yeah like there's definite movies that I think I would get wins from and they've come back as L's. So <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not um, uh, I personally best. always love it the most when like I pick a movie and I'm like, yeah, this is like a winner. And then it just <laughs> hits perfectly. Right? Oh, yeah. It feels oh, yeah. okay. wonderfully. There's not been a lot of those. Yeah. There's been a lot of what? What are you leading? Where do you guys find these movies? Um, leading so, into this, leading yeah. into this, picking a movie and then it just hits it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I rewatched Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I watched it recently, too. Good job, sir. She looked at me and she's like, Goodfellas, that held up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, yeah, Goodfellas is incredible. Um, and then I continually think to myself, I need to rewatch my Blue Haven. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that that is just, first of all, it is uh, 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 an adaptation of the same book. And second of all, Nora Ephron, who adapted it, is um, hus- oh, so husband, my God, wife to the person who wrote Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. So, like, rewatching Goodfellas for the first time, and it's a completely random thing that doesn't affect the movie in any way, obviously. Um, I caught something that I'd never seen before. There's like a scene late in the movie during the drug crazed like helicopter sequence um, where like um, the babysitter pulls out a pamphlet out of her handbag and like it's black barred over the pamphlet. Um, and I'd never realized this before. I'm like, why is this black barred out? Did I like oh, yeah. rip the wrong version of this movie? And I immediately went to the internet to be like, is there like is I this a ver- about that too. Right. <laughs> um and it's an American Airlines ticket and apparently it was before the days when people used to ask permission before they did things. Mm. No, um, no, it's a little worse. They did ask permission and they got permission for a set amount of time. And after that time they had to black it out. That's oh. apparently how it used to work. Oh, okay. Um so it's blacked out in everything now, and I'm like, ooh, yep. that's fascinating. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. Whatever. Moving along down the list. Um, I rewatched Ready or Not, and I'm here to tell you guys that movie is still garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Did that feel oh, good, Douglas? Did it wrong, feel good? How wrong can a man be on a in, on a Monday morning, <laughs> evening, night? Um, I'm honest. Like I, like I, I sincerely gave it a shot again. I'm just like, no, this movie is just not good, and it's probably of the podcast history 
the number one most upset a movie has been in our top 10 list where i'm just like <laughs> like i'm just like actively like no like no. that movie is so perfect though and i mean listen andrew like i won't say to you it's cinema right it's not but Bad. how can you love a movie like <laughs> and not love ready exactly. ready or not like because it's the same concept this right? is how i know me and douglas are <laughs> becoming the same person i was literally <laughs> going to ask the same question like isn't ready or not just but with horror what? movies no it's oh, trash no. Right? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah it is uh-huh. it is it is it is every child's and i say child to me like 18 year old student film mm-hmm. pretending to be cute about horror movies and then being flat uninteresting and just generally boring the only thing i got out of rewatching the movie this time is i recognize the old father uncle whatever he is as kitridge and i'm like oh that's kitridge yeah. from from mission impossible one um like that's cool oh, but i remember that i just <laughs> know his face he's one of those guys but you're right it is kitridge isn't it yeah. yes um yeah like it's like it's not as fun as it thinks it is like even with its own idea of like Ooh, we're going to murder the woman. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, have you watched the new Scream movie yet? I have not watched it yet. Okay. It's, uh, it's on the list somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. I can't wait for that movie to be the worst. I, well, I've told you already. It's watchable at best. But, you yeah. know, it's Andrew we're talking about. Right. No, lis- listen. No, I want it to be bad for Andrew. Like, it's oh, okay. <laughs> I know you're not going to... Like, you're crazy, but you're not Andrew crazy? Yeah. I, I just want Andrew to come and look... You want, it to, be, you want it to be Halloween Kills. You want it yeah, to be like me talking about yeah. Halloween Kills. Where I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when Andrew's like, no, Halloween is good. And then two days later, it's just like... Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did um, this? Moving down this list, um, the season, half season, whatever it is, of Spike's Family finished um the next half starts in like october so i guess i'll talk about this first half of whatever's going on damon are you watching this show or is it you're just like keeping the manga in mind where you're like i'm so reading through this i was waiting for the because I, I listen especially for for the for the fact that i know what's happening like it really did annoy me that every week they put out a piece of the thing i'm just like i can't do this <laughs> like i know what is happening i just want to see all of it happen so i was waiting for a break um for whenever they had like mid-season or whatever okay and then because i saw the first two episodes and i was like it looks good the animation is good yeah the so animation i'm just is waiting on point right i'm just waiting for um enough of the episodes to be there because uh, they're like 20 minute episodes yeah and i'm just going to burn anime. through them yep so so when you told me that they still hadn't gotten to the dog yet, I was just like, oh, they are taking their time. Um, um, do they secretly think this will be the next Naruto that goes 3,000 episodes? I mean, if they're taking this much time with it, then probably. But listen, Andrew, you've not met the fourth. Like there's, there's, have you met the brother yet? No. Right. All right. So here's the thing. Like, and there I mean, is a, a good amount of this is like cute anime shit, which sometimes right. I like. But, but, and, Andrew, listen, I, this is not, I'm not gaslighting you. This is not a trick. <laughs> like, I wouldn't waste the time reading this much manga if it weren't 
something spectacular. But it seems like the anime is taking its sweet ass time. And there's things that need to happen for it to become special. And it doesn't sound like any of that has happened yet. And Some I, of it's not bad, but you know. I didn't, right. I don't want to be the, hey, dog, like you need manga, to read dude. the manga. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's not the life that I want to live. Um, in fact, once the anime um, was greenlit, I was like, I'm going to stop reading the manga so that at some point the anime can catch up and then I can enjoy the anime for what it is instead of reading all these damn books. Uh, but it has been very... Pay- Luckily, the manga is also on hiatus, so it wasn't as hard to put it down. <laughs> but yeah, listen, Andrew, there's, I don't want to spoil things for you, but there are parts of it that is so spectacular. There's a reason the whole internet is eating this up. And it's not just the animation is good. <laughs> like, there is something about this. You've just not gotten there yet. All but right. listen, I'm sure you'll little- get there. The I, little I, girl I, and the dog and the seriousness of the mother and the ruthlessness of the father. It mixes in the most anime ways and spectacular things happen. I will give you a for example because you probably won't get here for a while. There's a point where they have to get the little girl into a like um, private academy. And they treat it like they're going to war. And spectacular things happen, <laughs> Andrew. She's already in the private school. No. What? Or, or is, no, she got no, no, into no. school. She, yes. Because the whole mission is like she needs to go into the school yes. to like... Or is this no. a different academy it that you're talking about? It's a different academy, okay, cool. and it is. Right. Listen to me, man. That it is something else. This sh- right. it's something else. But I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not. I'm not telling you that this show is capital B bad. But by like, the next time you know, we what? By the next time we podcast, I'd have watched. Uh, I'd have caught up with the anime with the mid-season and, break, yeah. right? And see what has happened. See what changes they've made. Um, because listen, if the anime sucks, then the anime sucks, and I will tell you to ditch that foolishness <laughs> and read. The, you're not above reading books. You're Andrew after all. <laughs> so, yes, we'll get you to read the books. But, um, cool. yeah. Um, otherwise, this, this past time, I, I watched the new um, Scott Derrickson joint that is The Black Phone um, mm-hmm. with Ethan Hawke making all of the faces through masks. And... Ethan Hawke is the best and only good thing about this movie. Um, the rest of it is child horror genre in which... Um, so the story of this movie is like Ethan Hawke plays a, a child kidnapper. Um, he is called, he's referred to throughout the community as the grabber, right? Um, and the, the story takes off with like this one child, uh, I've forgotten his name, who is captured and we get to watch his escape from the grabber. Um, and he also has this thing where like there's a there's a telephone in like the room that he's trapped in that he's kept in which is like cut it's not a functional phone but somehow he is able to use his special powers to like talk to the previous dead children that he grabbed who all give him tips on how to get out of the grabber's case and it's kind of just shitty boring children's ghostbusters kind of stuff um in that side Ethan Hawke is Ethan Hawking the shit out of this movie, and he is a delight to watch. 
But is he worth you watching this movie? I don't really think so. Well, I mean, I figure a movie like that would be worth it if you say he's a grabber. Mm-hmm. If, for example, I don't know, they brought in Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon to to get rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Black Phone. <laughs> It's a movie. Um, I need to get back to that oh, marathon. The, the masks yeah. change according to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. He, he throughout the movie, like his masks change constantly. Like you'll see him come down with like a smiley face to the child to be like, "Hey, I'm going." To... And th- there's actually one point in the movie where like he leaves the door unlocked and makes it look like it was a mistake so that the child will come upstairs. And then you see him upstairs with like a frowny face mask. He's changed to waiting for the child to come up to do terrible things, beat the child up and whatever. Um, and it's really fun to see Ethan Hawke just be like that, even if they've covered his face 90% of the movie. Like you, It mm-hmm. feels insane. Um, and I love it. But overall, the movie is just kind of meh. <laughs> um, yeah. um, last thing I'm going to talk about is a new TV show, which I totally ran through in, in, since our last podcast, which is The Bear. Okay, um, I've I've started watching that show too. Um, it is a comedy question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Hulu. Um, it's on FX. Uh, I I watched it on Hulu. Um, which is not available in Canada. No is one it checked. on FX. I I think they started as saying it's just a Hulu original. Are you sure it's FX? Well, it's it's an FX branded show. So okay. I don't know. Uh, like it's it's on. Yeah, the it Hulu, confuses me sometimes. Right? Yeah. Um. So I assume that if you have FX, the TV station, that it's probably in there somewhere, like in the FX app. I don't know. I don't have access to it, but I do have access to Hulu, which I technically shouldn't, but I do. So I watched it on that. Um. And it's about a a young chef who came from fine dining who's now working in the sandwich shop because his brother died slash killed himself. Um. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, left him the shop and he's now trying to bring his high-minded fine dining chef mentality to this little rough and rugged chicago sandwich shop and all of the cast of characters that come into the shop and it's one of these shows that is branded a comedy and it's kind of a comedy if like you get into like if you get into like all the characters and you like and it becomes like almost like you the kind of jokes you'd have in real life where you're like just fucking with people but it's not it's not like a um how i met your mother kind of comedy kind of thing um is it good it is pretty good um i quite liked it it i quite liked it um the one thing the one thing to kind of give you like a beeline as to like the tone it kind of feels to is actually the main character the main character, um, his name is Carm, played by Jeremy Allen White, Allen White, which is a name that I'm pretty sure you have no idea who he is until I tell you that yeah. he's one of the brothers from yep. that TV show Shameless that That's was on Showtime. I kept right? trying to remember the name of it, and all I could think of is white man drunkenly leaves his family, and I couldn't <laughs> like actually get the name, but yeah, Shameless, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, which is a show that I, I watched for a while and then dropped off of. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> I think right? I stopped in like season three I think you've somewhere. just described every single Showtime show. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I finished Dexter. Against my will. <laughs> I, I did not. You idiot. 
Um, I, I thought about finishing it again. The new season? Yes, they did. A, a Actually, I didn't finish the new new season. I watched yeah. like two episodes of that. I forgot. How bad was that? I didn't watch it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, you guys but anyways, I thought about watching it, but I did not actually watch it. Oh my god! Those but yeah, so like you're turning like, into a man. A man this man. show, the bear, feels very in line with like the vibe of Shameless, mm-hmm. where they're where like every character is super serious and like into their things, mm-hmm. and but you still kind of find that weird dark comedy around the things that happen to them um but it's definitely not like a buckle over your belt laughing at a show kind of thing it's i i probably would have called this a drama if not for the fact that literally everywhere you go it's classified as a comedy yeah right i I, I would say i can do one of those so i've only watched the first three episodes so far Mm um and uh, it feels like a show that thinks it's funny Mm -hmm. Um, or is trying to be funny, and they definitely make things like ridiculous. They they put you in a situation where you feel like it's outlandish, and that I think is is what the humor is, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no ha ha ha, right? Yeah. Shameless is actually a lot better at that in terms mm-hmm. of okay, this is a joke and it is funny. This doesn't have that. Um, what I say is this, right? Here is what every episode is, and whatever episode feels like it's a hundred people all in the same place just shouting at each other that's what the show is right and uh, like at the end of every episode i'm like all right i'm exhausted i need to (laughs) stop oh oh Um, douglas there uh is an episode that's going to exhaust you (laughs) if you keep going and this is episode number seven oh Mm. wow and like every time you know you watch something you're like this feels like it should be good, but I'm not sure I'm really enjoying this. That's how I feel after the end of every episode. So I don't know. Even, I don't even know what to tell you whether I recommend it or not. I'm I'm not sure if I recommend. The one it the one thing I would say about this show, and you can take this whether this is a positive or a negative, is this show. This show is generally a short show. Like they're like thirty ish to to like thirty ish minutes an episode, and they also dropped all of it on once. It's not like an FX show where like they did it yeah. weekly, and you had to. I feel like this is a show that like if they had done it weekly, I probably would not have kept up with, <laughs> right? And I don't know if that's really a positive or a negative, but the fact that it was all out there, I literally like burned through it in like four days, yeah, right? That is the correct way to watch. Exactly. TV shows. I agree. Eh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's kind of what I've been watching. All right. I've not seen too much other than wanting to remind you guys that Ready or Not is trash. Here I come. Um, I've been re-listening to that album a lot. (laughs) I'll just run through quickly because my list is not particularly long this this episode. Mm -hmm. I've been watching a few things and I'm going to start off with the regular stuff. Uh, As we said before, I did. I cheated on you, folks. I did a podcast with Ryan McNeil. Terminals. Uh, <laughs> the matinee cast. And no. we spoke about the unbearable weight of massive talent. No. Spoiler alert, I actually kind of like that movie. Um, it was surprising. Uh, it's Pedro Pascal. Right? Like, properly like it. Not even like, oh, this is just some dumb Nick Cage stuff. Yeah. There's actually good Ooh. things about the show. Douglas, do I then get to say you officially like a movie with Tiffany Haddish in it? I already do like a movie with Tiffany oh. Haddish in it. She's in Keanu. Okay, cool. I was, yeah. Um, yeah, she is in Keanu. Yeah, she is. So <laughs> the one thing I'll say about this movie, Unbearable Weight, I need to 
properly watch it. Mm-hmm. I I literally tried to watch it like two-ish weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I put it on late at night um, while I was waiting for my wife to come to bed. <laughs> I'm like, I'll probably only watch 30 minutes of this movie and she'll, be, she'll stop working. Um, and then she didn't. But in the process of watching this movie, I got to around 20 minutes, fell asleep, woke up with the last 20 minutes of this movie to go. And then I decided... I'll watch the last 20 minutes of this movie. <laughs> so I've not technically watched this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you missed some, some glorious stuff. And I won't talk too much about it. Go to the matinee cast and listen to what I had to say. Uh, I'd rather be shot. I also watched Doctor Strange 3. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just me, but um, I don't think I like this movie. I kind of like it. No. 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 <laughs> I mean, the this is on brand is no. for us to continue to disagree <laughs> from Ready or Not to Doctor Strange. Why are we seeing part three? Because it's the third movie. It's the third Doctor, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange movie. 2 was the one where he guided a Spider-Man. Yeah, the 9,000 Spider-Man. <laughs> and then Doctor Strange 3 is the one where he guided a, a young girl through the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? You know so- what? I disagree with you, but I'll allow it. Right? <laughs> Um, no, I really like Doctor Strange. Like, first of all, Mm-mm. I like it, right? This yeah. isn't like me going like when I rolled up with Black Panther. I'm like, this yeah. is top tier Marvel. I like this movie. Mm-hmm. I like what it's done with the characters. I like, um, and I guess minor spoilers for people who haven't seen this movie yet. Who are um, the people who haven't seen minor, this movie? Minor spoilers. <laughs> I like where they took Scarlet Witch and making her a villain because one of the things that they do with all these movies, you just invent a new villain and you're like, all right, you beat yeah. the villain and you move on. But like this idea of like building up these characters and making them go back and forth between good and bad, with, which they did with Loki, I guess. And now they're doing with Scarlet Witch. I refuse to believe she's gone. Um, <laughs> is, you know. Of course she's not. And she's going to come back as a good guy. And that's yeah. actually one of the reasons, one of the things I don't like about this. Because it doesn't have any... And I, I mean, I'm going to start talking like talking about this like it's a movie, which it isn't. Right? It's an episode, yeah. um, Well, all or, of these things to me are episodes. No, I know. But what I mean is like it's real like, oh, it, uh-huh. anything Stakes. other than what it, what, it, what it really is, which yeah. is just um, filler for me to enjoy. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but... but they make her a villain insofar as she's just... It, it's not that she's a villain. It's that she's made the wrong decision. And we can bring her back to the right path. It, that, yes, and there's too so, much of that. Yeah, that's yeah. so annoying, right? And you know, and they actually... I, I think they probably will um, bring her back. And they'll I'm probably sure bring, they'll bring her back and be like, this school, is this right? is Earth 67's... Exactly. Scarlet she'll come Witch. back, she'll say, I'm sorry... And they'll be like, oh, okay, it's not like you you like broke the world or anything. You're, you're cool. Right. You know? and, and the book that made her bad, that book doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Right? So yeah. everything's okay. Exactly. Anyway. She I enjoyed it in- for the most part. <laughs> and there was Doctor Strange nonsense. I like Zombie Strange. Yeah. All right. I like so, Zombie Strange. And I like the Raimi nonsense so, of it. I like... So yeah. specifically... Um, because this is probably the last time we're going to talk about this terrible movie. Uh, <laughs> specifically, um, this one felt like the like it and the Spider Man one, it just feels like it is just this is to tide you over until we have a real thing to have happen, yeah, because. 
for what she's doing, like you'd have called more Avengers. And also, like she is at times super powerful and then at times not powerful. And it's the same thing they do with um, Doctor Strange where you don't really see. There's no real measure. And the thing I don't want to have happen is for Marvel to turn into Dragon Ball Z where they're like ranking oh. people's power levels. Oh. And oh. Oh. that's what we don't want to have happen. But still, you cannot have someone that can control time and space and different things and then have an octopus slap him around. Like that ain't, that ain't it. And you can't have all of these wizards like shoot lightning bolts at her. One of them, I think, fired a gun at her. And you're just like, what is this? But like up until the point where she was like, when she came through the glass thing, like the glass trap and there were cuts all over her and she healed herself. And that was like the full Sam Raimi thing where she like twisted herself back into, you're like, all right, if she's just going to be this, if she's just the boogeyman for the rest of the movie where they're just spending time running from her and the second she shows up, everything is destroyed, then fine. But they don't really, she never really becomes a velociraptor. And that is what all bad guys did. I need to be afraid. There needs to be no hope for Wanda. She, like, once she started murdering people, they should have just gone, listen, she's off the reservation. She's out here murdering everybody. We have to run and hide from her at all times because we clearly cannot match up to her in any reasonable way. But by the end of the movie, outside of, um zombie strange which was a fun visual um there was just at no point did i think anything was going to happen to anybody in this movie and i think that's also part of the problem like none of the name people all of these unknown people we knew they were going to they're bound to be murdered <laughs> but it's true i don't know and like shout out shout out to a great bruce campbell I yes. was about to say there are two right. things. There are two more things that I want to so say that's about pretty this good. movie. Right, one is that Damien just articulated something that I knew when I felt, but I I, I couldn't, you know, articulate. I didn't. I, I couldn't mm -hmm. say out loud. Is the reason that I don't like, and you're right to wrap up both this and Doctor Strange two in in the same boat. Neither of those are movies in their own right. Neither of those are are movies that are entertaining because. Um, they, you know, exist on their own and mm -hmm. I like it or I don't like it, right? The th one of the, the things that's most frustrating about them, obviously there are moments in each of them that are good, yeah. but overall, I don't care for them. But, yeah, um, the most frustrating thing is that these feel like, and you say, you say filler, you say, you know, another episode, it's worse than that. These feel like um, a bridge, yeah, like and that they up, exactly yeah, they exist not for themselves, yeah. right? Like if 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 it was bad and it was like this is a movie I want, fine. But the, these movies exist not because they want a Spider Man or they want mm -hmm. a Doctor Strange. It's because it feels like, and maybe we're wrong, but it feels like what they're really doing is they're like, all right. But you see in the next movie what's gonna. This has to happen so that the next movie also, can happen, and that's that's annoying, also, right? Um. And the other thing, and, and you mentioned it a while ago, Andrew, um, 
there is one redeeming factor, a <laughs> redeeming um, thing for this movie, and that is thanks to Sam Raimi, right? Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi makes sure that his best bud, Bruce Campbell, is always in some of his some part of his movies, mm-hmm. every single one of them. And in this one, he does not disappoint. He is the best pizza man, pizza in the ball, world. pizza ball yes. man in in the multiverse, and he's hilarious. Bruce Campbell is. He knows what he is, and I love. And he's been asked to do one. Thing. Oh man! Oh. All right. <laughs> so I agree with everything Douglas said, but there's one other critique I have for this movie, and I know nothing is going to change because Disney is going down this road, and they do not care. Money. My partner did not watch Wonder Vision. Mm-hmm. She started. Ooh, I've this heard movie. this complaint. She started this movie <laughs> and was just like. What the fuck? She's a bad guy now? No, but why? You don't need that, though. Because they said... I mean, they mentioned the town, maybe because they only said the town's name, and I had watched earlier, I understood. She but, also mentioned like, she needs to see her children, yeah. which never appears in any... She literally said, what, inc- what children? So, I'm like, I'm like, all oh, right, it's in WandaVision. And she's like, and so, they could fix that because they could do it. You could do two very small things to add in there to be like, all right, for those of you who don't watch right. a movie. And, so, and that's the that's, that's argument that I've always had where I'm like, guys, you don't need to know every comic or watch every TV show to know these. And that has been the case so far. But you're right. This, yeah. while it's not like egregious, right. um, you could probably catch up. You're right. They, I gave, her, give I gave her like here. a once over. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, Oh, all right. Wonder Vision. All that I mean, Wonder Vision is that mm-hmm. Vision passed away. She lost her mind and like. Well, Vision passed away in the movies. So right. If so you she were knew that. The movies, right. She yeah. lost her and she like um, trapped a bunch of people in this fake place mm-hmm. um, and like built fake children so it would make her feel better. But at the end, they're just like, all right, you have to stop this. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, so she didn't become this at the end. And I'm like, I mean, yes and no. And she's like, all right, just watch the movie. They must explain it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No one explains That's it. That's true. I never thought of that. <laughs> and the, and no. the truth of the matter is that there's, there's even more homework if you want to. It's just not as, not as terribly important right. but as the WandaVision one. Right. The last right? time you saw right. her on, in a movie, she was crying because Vision di- is not coming back. And then the next time you saw her, they're talking like everyone has... This is just common knowledge. And she's just in a red thing, Bert. And she's just like, all right, I don't understand what's happening. I'm just like, (laughs) listen, I'd love to tell you that I understand. No, it's making sense. And she's like, so when they went to the Illuminati part, right? Because she has seen that the the things in the trailer, she's like, oh, is this part of WandaVision? I'm like, no. And she's like, what's the other thing? The one with the cartoon ones. I'm like, what if? They're like, this is the what if thing then. So I need to watch that too. Luckily, all of those people were swiftly taken off the board. So she's like, all right, clearly I don't need to watch it. I'm like, yeah, if you are invested in these movies, but don't have Disney Plus, I think Disney has made it very clear that you are going to find yourself real confused. And I guess that's just the. And I mean, like we've not like, yet gotten to, to like watch Disney Captain Plus America or... four yet, and we've not gotten there yet. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll have Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, you have to watch. I guess you just right? have to 
get Disney Plus or stop watching these movies. <laughs> yes. um, um, it's, but yeah. it, it is interesting. Like, I've seen that complaint, but many people kind of do it where they're like, if you wanted to understand Thor 3, you needed to watch Thor 1 and 2 at least. Right? No. Um, which, no, you did not. First of all, first of all, it's not always true. Yeah. Right? Some of some movies have definitely tightly coupled their like yeah. their their at least their installments. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you can still enjoy anyone right. on their own merits. Um, but then people would say things where they're like, and the bo- barrier to entry was low because you just had to buy a movie ticket. But I'm like, guys, like, what's the difference between that and like a monthly subscription to Disney yeah. Plus? Um, but you know, also sure, yeah. <laughs> also, one uh, like watching one movie is. An hour and a half, maybe two hours, watching yeah. six hours or five hours or whatever, however long the TV show was. And it's, all, and it's also the amount of content they're doing at yeah. this stage. Like at the beginning yeah. of the MCU, where it was like one movie every two years, they're like, oh, that's golden. I'm, I'm yeah. easy. I can do that. Right. No, when they're like, we're putting out three movies a year plus two series mm. and maybe a pamphlet you need to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I will defend Disney so far let's say, before Doctor Strange 3, mm-hmm. um, I don't think there was a, a high barrier to entry yeah. for any of those movies. Maybe, as you said, Andrew, you could argue like the sequels, the official sequels, right? Mm-hmm. The Thor 3s, the Captain America 5s, the Iron mm-hmm. Man 20s, fine. Yeah. But but again, it has a number after it, so you should kind of like know. There, right? was, there um, was a point where the Captain Americans bled into yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, they kind of just became the Avengers. And you're but, like, But right. still, each of those movies, you felt like you, you didn't know, need to know a lot, right. right? You're like, this is the big bad. This yeah. is the thing they have to fix. Exactly. And Captain America is still Captain America. Fight, fight, punch, punch, yeah. done, right? Right. But, but this is definitely... And it's weird that you had to say it for me to realize it because mm-hmm. I did not. But it's the first time I feel like they definitely either dropped the ball or perhaps it's a feature and not a bug. Yeah. Um, yeah. They'd like some subscription income. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, I, also I wonder how much of it is playing into the comic book fandom kind of thing where people, maybe this isn't the entire MCU f- um, base, but like the comic book fandom where people claim they want this interconnectedness where they're like they want the homework part mm-hmm. um kind of thing yeah, where they listen, want everything to play into each other i'm sure the numbers right? um are they'll know I, i'm sure this is like a test that they're doing and if the numbers are like hey people really don't like when they don't understand what the fuck is happening in these movies <laughs> um like they'll they'll roll that back um because they're smart people and then like if people are just coming out of the movies confused and angry, then they're not serving um, the audience properly. Um, and uh, no matter, like, at the end of the day, these movies generate so much income that they are still the, the they have to keep the main thing the main thing. Like, if streaming alone was doing it, they'd have abandoned putting movies in theaters. Clearly, having a Spider-Man come out and generate, you spend what 150 million and it generates 10 times that in revenue like no amount of streaming is going to get you back that kind of money so uh i guess they know what i mean let's hope they know what they're anyways, doing. anyways um, yes, i'll continue to i'll continue i'll continue to say i enjoyed dr strange i'll check you in three months when you don't remember <laughs> what happened in this movie <laughs> Um, so the last regular thing that I want to talk about is I watched a movie 
that goes by the name The Princess. No. Does no. anybody know what that is? Oh, wait, question. Is that a movie? I thought it was a TV show. No, it's a movie. It's okay, definitely cool. I know, a Hulu original, but it's a movie. I know exactly Actually, what no, it is, not. and I'm, I have it on deck. Like, I really want to watch that movie. Um, so, it's by the same person who made Fury. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Because <laughs> how I would describe this movie... Like, I remember when I saw the trailer, and actually it's not a Hulu original. It's a 20th century movie, I think. Um, I saw the trailer and I thought, this could be okay, I guess. And over the weekend, I kind of was a little bored and it showed up. And I said, all right, sure, let me, let me try watching it. And I'm not going to sit down here and say it's the greatest movie in the world or whatever. But I didn't mind this movie at all. Here is how I would describe this movie, Damien. Mm-hmm. This movie is the poor man's raid redemption. All right, well that's that's good enough for me. Yeah, um, it's set in ye olden times mm-hmm. with princesses and kings and yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. right? It stars Joey King, who we all know as the flag bearing girl from White House Down. Yes, she is the princess who kind of fights all throughout the the castle and is the eco kawaii of mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, you also have uh, Dominic Cooper, the preacher, the preacher himself, okay. who plays the big bad. As, oh. oh boy! Oh, all right, oh, yes, boy. please. <laughs> that sounds about right. So, um, so, so I know this doesn't help you, Douglas, but I just went to Joey King's page on IMDb. She yeah. she's in the movie coming out later this summer by the name of Bullet Train. I saw and her that character well. name is Prince. So that she's the funny. princess in this, That's and she's funny. Prince. I didn't know the, the character name, but I did. I too went to our IMDb, IMDb page mm-hmm. and saw that and thought, that's interesting because Bullet Train is another movie I'm kind of interested in watching. Um, but this movie is not bad at all. I don't know if I would go like hard down this, down this rabbit hole, but it's fun. It's nice little action and it's not full raid redemption yeah, but you but know listen, if you it's the same concept listen, of her fighting through stages raid redemption light is still good in, like yeah. everything doesn't have to be peak raid redemption yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'll take a 60 percent raid redemption <laughs> and enjoy myself yeah bro. i'm not, not above it oh and you know who else is in it even though this this probably deducts points is olga korinolenko mm-hmm. um she is she's the bond girl from the james bond that is correct mm-hmm. she is um second she's Big bad henchman number one. Ah. Um, or hench henchwoman. Right. So one. that there's a girl fight towards the end. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes, yes. Um of but it's not a bad movie at all. Um mm. now one last thing that I want to talk about, and this is the special thing. This is the thing is that's a little off kilter, and this is definitely in keeping with what I have been doing over the last few episodes of Tom. Is I'm gonna talk about a concert that I watched. <laughs> okay. Um, over the last weekend or so, couple of weeks, Glastonbury has been happening, and I, uh, uh, um, subscriber to you know the BBC, right, <laughs> with my TV license, definitely. Yes, <laughs> have been watching it, and I have to tell you, Andrew, first of all, just simply the approach that BBC takes to this festival versus, say, what the approach that YouTube took to, say, Coachella and the Mm -hmm. other festivals that I've seen, or or Hulu as well, is wildly different and 100% how everybody should do this. 
right? Um, no, it really burns me because I knew that BBC did Coachella as well when Coachella was happening, and so they probably did it the same way. But I decided to watch it on YouTube because, uh, shall we say, the BBC does not look as good as YouTube for me. Um, mm -hmm. But the truth is, this is music, and so I can live with that for the music. Um, I don't need, you know, it to be in the highest of definitions. Not the most deaf. But what, <laughs> what the BBC does is they're like, listen, it's fine. You didn't get to watch it. It's okay. If somebody performed at Glastonbury, it don't matter who, it don't matter how long they performed. They're here somewhere, and we have a, a curated list of all of these people, and you can watch their whole sets. You can watch snippets of their sets. You can watch like um, anthologies or, or, or mixes. Like you can do whatever you want, and you can watch it on a um, on an on-demand basis for however long it is. I don't know how long they'll keep it, but they'll keep yeah, it for a little while, right? They usually do about a month. About a month, so, usually, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so good. So I watched a few um, people, um, really the bigger hitters. Um, I started off with St. Vincent, mm -hmm. who is amazing. And her set was amazing. She came out in this pink, uh, like, velour jumpsuit looking thing. That sounds about right. Yeah. And it was great. You know, she, she did her set for Daddy's Home and a couple of older songs that I know as well. Really cool. Uh, I also watched somebody who, I feel like somebody should have told me about this, this lady. Because I mean, they're not doing their job if they don't tell me. Like, there's there's this this lady that goes by the name of Leanne Lahavas. Um, I don't think anybody has ever mentioned that person to me before. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I was yeah. Andrew's Andrew's uh, been a, a big proponent of hers, mm -hmm. and I was mentioning to to Damien earlier when he came in and saw me watching another set. Is that I was extremely impressed by her set. I like the music that she was playing. And also, you don't get this with a lot of artists, but her live performance was album quality vocals. And that is telling. So I am probably going to go down this rabbit hole. Um, I also watched Jack White because he played a secret um, set. Nobody mm -hmm. knew about it until it happened. And because they did it that way, I was a little worried that um, BBC would be an ass about it. And I'd be like, it's a secret. I'm not telling you. But guess what? They had it up because they're the yeah. BBC yep. and are amazing. Um, now, two big names that I want to talk about. Um, I'll start with this one first because I knew them before. I knew what I was getting into. But I definitely got way more than I thought I was getting into with Krungbin. You know Krungbin, right, Andrew? Krungbin is a band. Um, I think it's really two people. Um, very guitar heavy, very instrumentally. And um, Yeah, I know who they are. I just don't think I ever knew how to pronounce their name. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. I don't know. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. um, but they are awesome. They, uh, well, the thing is, and I was explaining this to Damian, they're full-on instrumentalists. It's, 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 you know, um, this rocky sort of stuff. And I remember their first, well, I don't know if it is their first album, but the first album that I became acquainted with, they had one banger that really got me into it. 
And when I listened to the rest of the album, I was like, well, I mean, it's good, but it's more of a vibe and it's not exactly like what I'm looking for. But I still loved that first song that, um, that uh, was clearly the single um, and it was great. I can't remember the name of it, um, but for those of you who know who Krongbin are, I'm sure you, you will. And it's hard for me to even explain because there are no words. It's just this great riff that you, you feel could like have a great song on top of. And um, what I liked about them as well is subsequent to that, they've actually done a couple of EPs. Maybe they consider them LPs. I consider them EPs because they're kind of small. Um, with Leon Bridges, um, Texas Moon, and Texas Sun. Yep, you sent me one of them. Yes, sir. And they're pretty good, right? And that is actually, this is how you know a band is good. They are the reason why I like Leon Bridges. And I knew Leon Bridges from before. I remember Leon Bridges, I first got acquainted with them, not because of this show, but around when this show came out. Do you remember, Andrew, that crappy show that you love, Pretty Little Things or something like that with, with um, Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon? You mean the incredible show? The crappy yeah, man, show. yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's what we're talking. So, the incredible one. So I, I remember because he was he was becoming a thing, and he got onto that show. He, he one of his songs got onto that show, and everybody was going crazy about him. And he is, you know, an R and B singer. So I heard one song and I was like, "Oh, this sounds good." And then I heard an album and I was like, mm, "Not so much. It's kind of ordinary, whatever." So for you to go from me thinking you're ordinary to me loving what you're doing because of this album, and then me actually buying another one of your albums and being like, actually, you know what? I made a mistake. I really like you. Um, is, is something special. And that's all because of Krungbin. Krungbin is awesome. And when I saw the performance, as I was saying to Damien, the way they did their performance, where it didn't feel like these kind of long, just riffs of songs. They mixed it up a bit. They brought in instrumentals of songs that you know from other people and and they did it in a way that was so good and um just what they look like on stage and and how they performed i ended that show which was actually one of the smaller ones i think it was more like a half hour set um immediately saying i would like to go somewhere where i can see them i want to um see them live i cannot wait to, to have that opportunity finally i when Andrew Robinson, a couple of hours ago, sent a message to say, I think we should podcast. And I said, oh, all right, I guess I'm going to podcast. And I have to a little time to kill. So while I wait for Damien to come over to, to, to here to do this, yes. I'll just put on a set. And I randomly picked somebody. So Douglas, just yeah? letting you know, FYI, they're playing in Toronto on August 2nd. All right. Okay, uh, sold. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like a day after Denby. So Douglas won't be able to. Come. Yeah, that's true. I have to go ride a call. All right. Um, but. <laughs> yeah, that's why we don't Denby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, so I picked this band at random, um, not knowing where they came from, who they were, what kind of music they played. But it's a band by the name of Gabriel's. They're based in somewhere in the States. Is it? Atlanta? I can't remember. Anyway, I, I looked them up since because I like them so much. They are amazing. And I don't know how many of them are actually in the band. Um, but there is a key 
focus to the band, which is the lead singer. And he came out resplendent. He was wearing this, this tux that was just like perfect. And over the tux, he wore this floral green kimono looking joint. I don't even know how else to describe it. Mm -hmm. There was a point in the set where he kind of just did this. And I know you can't see this because it's a podcast. But he did this motion where he opened up his kimono mm -hmm. and there was clearly some breeze blowing. And mm -hmm. it was like he was in slow motion in an action movie with it blowing in the wind. And it was perfect. And he, he had a belter of a voice. Now, um, he didn't hit the notes the way that Leanne Le Havas hit the notes. He, he, he was a little bit off here or there. But he had more power and more more oomph, more soul than Leanne Le Havas had. And I cannot wait to hear what his album sounds like um, or what their album sound like. They actually have one that is coming out in March. I cannot wait for that. And I bought an EP that they did a couple of years Good ago. Job. So I cannot wait to listen to, to their music. Um, I am here for this trend and i know it's not a recent trend but it's one that i'm just getting on the bandwagon for mm -hmm. of having whether it's these festivals whether it's just one-off mm -hmm. shows from people be on platforms that i can watch from home yeah. um of course i want to go to these places course, but, but based in, on where i am i cannot right and um, i'm happy that this is coming right. to and me. even if i mean even if you did you'd love to be able to yeah. just yeah, they should do that more often. It's not like the technology doesn't facilitate it. So um, I agree they should um, do more of these. Yeah. Um, and it allows you to, to, to just randomly be like, do I like this random person? I click on them. You know, right. I probably would not decide to, to buy this person's album or to go down right. Ali and La Havas. It's like, for example, when I went... It's even more exposure for the artist. It's yeah. even more revenue for whoever is putting... Because you can put it behind a paywall if exactly. you want. Exactly. And I would definitely pay yeah. for something. Um, I mean, it's like when I went... I remember I went to... I actually did go to a concert. This is now 10 years ago in 2011. Mm -hmm. I went to a number of them at, at that point when I went to LA. But, but one of the big ones for me was I went and I saw Vampire Weekend. Mm -hmm. who I love. I knew I was going to love Vampire Weekend. But Vampire Weekend had a band opening for them by the name of Beach House, who I had no clue who they were, and immediately was like, you know what? This is the type of hippie shit that I want how, to get into. Is, I mean, there's a streaming platform for Karachi movies. Because there's not a dedicated streaming platform for, like... There probably is. There, the, people have tried. Yeah, I think okay. Jack White specifically actually tried oh, okay. recently, like within the last five years. Um, but the problem is a lot of people pre-pandemic didn't really want to share these yeah. things a lot of mm -hmm. time. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and slowly but surely, they're going to stop. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm already still upsetting at the fact that all of the film festivals have stopped being online this year. Aww. So, you know. I mean, it, if there's like uh, revenue to be had, like you don't have to like even if it doesn't stream live, just a platform where you can yeah. go, like just like movies. Six months after, you're just like, exactly. hey, exactly. you want to watch Coachella? Yeah, all of the performances. I definitely do that. Give us twenty dollars a month or like, whatever watch, it was. I watch old performances. I yeah. remember, man, 
I yeah. um you take all of the good old performances from whatever yeah. shows and you put them. I online. actually own an album of Tom Waits that I did not realize mm-hmm. until years after. I knew it was a live album, but I did not realize until years after that it was specifically simply an episode of Austin City Limits. Um, that was on PBS, yeah. and it was just so good that he had yeah, the, the album put out or whatever it is. Um, I have watched old performances before. I would do that again. I mean, there uh, are people that it's are, yeah, it's it's it, the issue is the same one that we talk about. A lot of things around media that we have suggestions, let's say, <laughs> about how we would like it to be presented or or distributed. Um, and yeah. so some people don't think that will work or will at least interfere with uh, the revenue streams they already have available to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and if, that kind of sucks. If they can see the yeah. people perform in these shows, then they won't go out to the shows. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, which sure. Which is true sure for the places live, where you have it available. Sure, right? if it's live. Yeah. But if it is like a six-month delay or a one-year delay, mm-hmm. then, I mean, it gives a shit. But anyways. Um, Netflix needs to stop giving comedians money and start investing in streaming um, these um, performances as the returns on the comedians is lower and lower each time. So Douglas uh, uh, is interested in watching Glastonbury. What he's not interested in is finishing up the outer range. I haven't finished it yet, yes. no, but I'm, I'm deep in. You know what? Actually, to be honest, you know what has stopped me is it's not how good or bad the show is because it's great. Mm-hmm. It is. We were talking earlier about my internet and yes. it being a little choppy. Mm-hmm. I've noticed lately Amazon is not here for my internet. Not mm-hmm. And um, there are times when I'm just like, you know what? I cannot. I can do this when it's just music and I can close my eyes and just listen to it. Yeah, but I when cannot I to, do it when, when I have to stare at these yeah. people and it looks like a mosaic dancer is no. Yeah. Um. The, the the outer range didn't end as strongly as I wanted it to. So that is disappointed. But on the whole, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, the performances are spectacular. And, I mean, Brolin is just... He's built to do this. Like, it's weird that we don't just have him in cowboy movies. Him and... Um, Jonah Hex ended yeah, it, and um, <laughs> Jonah Hex. it's is it Ben Gordon? Oh no, I know who you're talking about. Um, is that his name? That's not his Foster. Ben, ben Foster. Foster, right? Yeah. Ben Gordon is a basketball player. <laughs> ben Foster should just be in westerns. Just put them in west. It doesn't matter what the west. Just have them be in westerns. Um, uh, very much enjoy the show. I think you guys really should give it a look. Um, yeah, great. I love it. I also watch Stranger Things Part Two Point. Yes. I just part four started. Point two I just started point season one. four, so yeah. I'm like three episodes in now. Yeah, Part yeah. Four Point Two Point One Point Seven Eight. How you six. like those? Last is there another season coming, or is this yes, the end? Yes, there is. The la- there's one more season left. Okay, so yes, I kind of thought this was the final season. Yes, but okay. because that is what um, they said before. Um, Everyone, it was understood that this was the final season. That's what I thought. And then, out, and then I watched the last two teeth. episodes. I was like, yeah. that can't be right. And I searched and they were like, yeah, yeah there's one more. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's one more. Um, what you, you mean, you mean the last two movies? Like, those are yeah, movie yeah, 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 thing. Yeah. movies. I found, I found everything that is in this part two of the final. 
just disappointing across the board. All right, I'm, I'm glad like, I'm not the only one. I wasn't. I'm not as as vehement about it as it sounds like you are. Yeah, no, but it definitely was not as not, good as the the first. Right. Part. So the first. <laughs> so the first part where it left you, you're like, boy, if they had to cut this, mm-hmm. that means that this second half is just going to like they are just like, listen, we need you to take a break because we have something special for you in these last two episodes. And what they had was more Stranger Things, but not peak Stranger Things, just more Stranger Things. And there are some things that happen that I'm sure will anger some people. And there are some things that happen that, um, especially if you've been with this since whenever it started, there's like some moments of cheer and yeah. whatever. John Snow but, dies, unfortunately. But yeah, you know. um, yeah, the <laughs> the Pirate King didn't make it. But <laughs> it, it it it's just not. There's no point in putting these episodes, um, back, pushing them back. Maybe there was VFX, thing, like whatever the reason was for them to push it back. They should have just held all the episodes. Although I guess. They saw the final episode, so I'm just like, all right, let's get some free good press for these that hit and then let down the people with the other parts. Um, it felt like a letdown, and I'm not vested with like there's people who um didn't want certain characters to be harmed or whatever. I'm not one of those lunatics, it doesn't matter to me. Um, my feeling is if Stranger Things ends and Eleven is alive, it's been a total failure. She has to, like, she cannot be alive at the end of this show. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Um, but it it just was, it didn't feel special and it didn't feel menacing enough for where it ends. And the final episode, there's like a 30-minute thir- a part at the end where you're just like, especially if this is not wrapping up the show, that 30 minutes is wholly unnecessary like they're just like it felt like the lord of the rings three thing where they're just like hey let's just pad out this ending because someone cares but the difference with the lord of the rings three is that book and those movies are done you don't get to do this and if you go and put out more um was not was not a fan of these last but on a whole, I think season four is very strong. It's probably yeah. the strongest season they've had. Mm, um, is it? But probably. I mean, I always, I definitely have a, a soft spot in my heart for mm-hmm. the first season. But I think that's just because I thought it was going to be trash and it ended up being pretty good. Right. Um, or, well, not that I thought it was going to be trash. I never thought uh, a children's show would could be this yeah, good. And it really was good. good, at least in the first season. But yeah, season four was, at least. The first, the first part half, of season yeah. four, the first was, whatever percent was season really four. good. I was, I was surprised. Strong, yeah, incredibly strong. It yeah. got me back into Stranger Things, and I didn't think that was going to mm-hmm. to happen. Um, like I've caught up with the boys and mm-hmm. um, of course, Miss um, Marvel um, and all the other weekly shows. I don't mind Miss Marvel at all. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's far I love enough the away vibe from. Of it. Right, it's yeah. far enough away from the MCU that it feels different. Um, the one thing that I will say, and uh, I mean, I don't know, I, I probably shouldn't even say it, but it just seems the fact that they're calling it a bangle just seems very 
weird. It's, it feels nice. It, fe- it doesn't feel. It. it doesn't feel like. Listen, <laughs> I've been calling those bangles my whole life, Douglas. <laughs> but for for a, a show that like is mm-hmm. clearly trying to hard to 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 be, you know, a little more than. A, a, a white guy like, yeah. looking at these things, and maybe I'm I'm in the wrong because maybe that's actually what's supposed to be called. But mm-hmm. it just it seems such a normal a normal word for that. I like, like it. it's a bangle, right? Mm-hmm. But but it doesn't feel you know feels. I weird. like it. <laughs> and I see Andrew over there shaking his head like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be called. Like but it. <laughs> it just it just sounds weird, you know. Well, no, sounds I'm... very Anglified. <laughs> from from comic book to this show. They have had the right people write everything, as far as I have understood it. (laughs) Right, they've gone out of their way to. I would imagine so. Right, like I, I definitely was enjoying this comic book when it was like when it hit its peak hype. Right, when people were all talking about like this Miss Marvel being like a wonderful new um, chapter for like the character and everything, Mm -hmm. and it definitely was a fun comic book. I, I dropped off eventually. Like I think probably. I don't know. It's always hard for me to tell with comic books because, you know, they come out monthly. And so, like, 12 issues equals a year. But then when you read them in, like, compendium books, like, you don't know how long. I, I forgot what issue it is I dropped off. It must have been, like, three years into the run, probably. I dropped off from it just being like, all right, it's gone past me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it definitely was a fun comic book. I'm enjoying this show a good amount. Um, yeah. It's. I love the vibe of it. It definitely has very much that first Spider-Man vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. this show right? does. Yeah. This show feels <laughs> nice. It feels like they learned the right things yeah. from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> right. I, I, let's not blaspheme here. Uh, I've watched that movie a couple of times in the last few months. I like that movie Me a too. lot. Scott Pilgrim. Oh like, boy! You guys keep pushing the Scott Pilgrim propaganda on me, and it's not gonna work. I'm mm-hmm. not watching that movie again. I did it twice, and you people were wrong both times, and I can't. No, I'm just missing. I already apologized for that movie. <laughs> Andrew didn't even remember that apology. <laughs> like he's just I'm, so I'm, stuck I'm in just his to, I'm just going to let that one go. I'm just like, no. <laughs> um, right. So speaking of apologies, um, I sat down and rewatched The Mandalorian. Uh, just the real man, not Boba Fett. I refuse to watch Boba Fett. I can't. I don't care enough. Um, so I watched season, season one, truly incredible. Like special TV, special, special TV. Three episodes of season two, even better than anything in season one. Like um, the one with Raylan Givens, spectacular. <laughs> um, then they started introducing Jedi. No, I was fortunate enough to watch season two with someone who gives even less of a fuck about Star Wars than myself. And so I was able to just watch it for what it was. And I'm here to tell you that that final episode is some of the shittiest TV that has ever did, taken. Did I not tell you because, that that season is not particularly strong? That scene, I mean, it has some high points, you know. Don't get me wrong. That scene, boy. that whole final episode and thing, like having... Um, the robot things being the main antagonist instead of the guy, um, Exposito. Instead, they have these black robots be the thing that no one can kill. Here, she's just like, why? And then, when some no-name man that she's never seen before in her life 
shows up and slices she's just like who like who is this and then he takes off his thing to absolutely no fat like didn't recognize who this man was no touchstone no no she's like who the fuck is this i went this is perfect <laughs> this is she's just like why would you give him to this random man who just like don't get shoot this man <laughs> and i was just like she the look on her face just so deflated because she fell in love with baby yoda as everyone does and then the move and then the show just stopped being about him and started being about this jedi shit and she's just like who cares what is this and i was just like oh to and to any mildly objective observer they just look at this and go this ain't it yeah and they have the second like once they do the rescue thing with um bill burr that episode where they're like go find the location of the ship and blow up the thing like once they take baby yoda out of the show mm -hmm. because he's captured by his ear everybody's just like what no, is of course from from what i recall the second season is episode one yeah it is yoda eating babies yes and that's probably and about then, yeah. it and then they take him and you're just like not no yeah. this show it falls off hard yeah and uh watching her reaction it was just like this is yeah this is what i remember um but there are more good episodes in season two than i remember i just thought it was the great dragon episode but that's not true and so for that part i was giving it a little bit of short shrift but on a whole that the ending of that season is so bad that uh it it really was disappointing um and then we uh we watched the boys and i was explaining to her that the guy that wrote the book for the boys did another show mm -hmm. and she's mm -hmm. like what show is that and i said a show called preacher and that was three nights ago we're already at season three <laughs> hey nice. preacher is good nice like is even though i know everything that's going to happen like the mix between comedy and action and seriousness oh yeah of course listen i like the boys the boys is not as good as preacher not even close preacher yeah. is like legit <laughs> i feel like maybe it goes places maybe and it first does season things. of the boys comes close but yeah, yeah. it has not stopped listen the to me, man. i mean it's been good yeah but it no it's good yeah. but listen preacher hope. preacher is something else like i honestly i should own that show yeah yeah it's it it really did um make me very happy that <laughs> that preacher because i was worried <laughs> i the sheen would fall off <laughs> no that she was going oh, to yeah, go yeah i i can't i yeah I you do can't. have to be a special kind of person to like that show yeah it's, true. it's man and you know what upsets me nobody has used ruth Neger yeah well enough after that yeah like i remember i so you guys i don't think you knew her at the time but I remember I was all in. I mean, I, I suppose she had a, a strong intro. So you, from day one, you guys liked mm -hmm. her.
But when I saw her face in like the stuff, I was like, ooh, I like this person because I remember I used to watch a show by the name of Love Hate mm-hmm. where she was in it as Rosie and I was just like, I like this girl. She's going to, but like, she you you haven't really seen her in much and what you have seen her in is, you know, I suppose there was loving, but that's not my kind of, like, I'm not going to get excited over that. Um, but they need to, we need some more Ruth Nega, please. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we need some. I mean, no, no, no arguments there. Uh, the last thing I saw, and I think both of you saw this, uh, one of you, I saw Hustle. Andrew has seen this. Right. I saw Hustle. Um, is it enough basketball? It is more basketball than I thought there would be. Um, they put a significant amount of basketball in there. Um, Anthony Edwards is going to be very popular for like he is very good at basketball. He he is not the biggest name star in the movie, but out acts everybody. Like there is something emanating from that young man that just screams stardom, and yeah. He's 20, and everyone talks about him like there's something different about him. And I really hope it translates both to basketball and screen because he he is just like there's there's something about him that I think is actually special. Um the movie's boil up like it's one of those. It looks like but it, yeah. it Adam Sandler continues to defy my absolute hatred of him and i do not appreciate it <laughs> i would like him to go back to making fart movies with his three friends he will so, don't worry so that i never have to think about him again because doing these movies is going to get me to do things i know i'm not supposed to do like keep watching adam sandler movies they're supposed to all be bad we should have crossed this years and years ago he should not be in anything remotely good i'm sick and tired of this man. so are we now at the stage where we're thinking about whether we should rewatch punch drunk love no you see because in this one he's closer to being normal shitty adam sandler than being the spectacular adam sandler in that jewel what's the jewel movie uncut gems uncut gems uncut gems adam sandler is acting his ass off. Man, that movie's great. <laughs> this is not that. Yeah. He's he's like a 60% of uncut gems, which puts him closer to what Adam Sadler actually is than what he's not cocaine lunatic in this one. Um but it's frustrating because you see that he actually has talent. And I was I was gone. I like I was so off Adam Sandler. Like I treated Adam Sandler how you treat Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> if you see her name, you're just like, well, I don't want thank you. I don't have to watch this movie. <laughs> um uh he's Tyler Perry. He's white Tyler Perry. And except he's been now in two legit movies. One great, one just okay and it means that people are going to give him money 
and keep asking him to come in things and I give here's Adam Sandler we can give these parts to other people like I don't think Adam Sandler is specifically good at being any of these characters and I don't want to see him on my TV anymore I legitimately do not like this man because 90% of his movies are some of the worst things that have ever been committed to film and I don't want to see him on my TV anymore but I mean, I'm not going to make sure bad mind prevent me from saying Hustle is an okay movie. Um, it defied all odds. He is in it, and it is on Netflix. That is a match made in hell, in movie hell. Um, but Steve, Netflix uh, plan to make only terrible movies for the rest of Netflix runtime. Um, almost came it came through, but. I'll give that one. I'll give that one. Uh, do we give stars? Uh, five chickens out of beds. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> five go. chickens out of beds. Yeah. Five chickens. Do the wow. chickens like come out of the bed? Hey, 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 hey. Or do the said, chickens like I said what I said. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I said what I said. Speaking of um, good Netflix movies, have mm-hmm. you seen that we have one to look forward to next year? Which one is that? Havoc. Starring Tom Hardy and Timothy Oliphant and Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Directed by one Gareth Evans. Do you know who Gareth Evans is? I am aware. All right. But listen. <laughs> uh, For no. those who, who, who don't know who are listening, Gareth yes. Evans is a director. The maestro yes. who gave us the Raid Redemption and the Raid yes. Redemption 2. Um, <laughs> if there was a company that could take all that talent... <laughs> And squander it. <laughs> and pull it down in the black hole into the muck that is terrible movies. It is Steve and his Netflix platform. Damon, the story set after a drug deal gone wrong. Douglas, we're done. You don't need, we don't need any more information. When a bruised detective must fight his way through a criminal underworld. Douglas, That's all I need. Douglas, you said drug all deal. I need. Douglas, you said drug deal gone wrong and we're done. Hit me. <laughs> I mean, the movie I'm looking forward to is at the end of the month, The Grey Man. The Grey Man. I feel like I'm, I know what that is. What is that? Mississippi putting it down. I'm the hottest round. I told your mother, y'all can't stop me now. Listen to me now. I'm lasting 20 rounds. And if you want me, then come on, get me now. Is you with me now?